What's up, sister friends? Is your busy schedule affecting your Bible study time? I was reading through the responses we received from members inside the community and found a common theme was that time management was affecting the amount of time many of you are able to invest in your Bible study time. It actually reminded me that this is exactly why the Lord has me doing this work. It took me back to when her renewed strength became her renewed strength and really what the Lord was showing me at that time. So the question becomes, how do we even start protecting that precious transformative time in God's word if we have so many things on our to-do list, so many things that really seem important, right? So today I'm going to be sharing the response to that by reviewing my favorite verse, my favorite scripture for setting boundaries around your quiet time and honestly just setting boundaries around any time. You're going to want to have your Bible and whatever other study tools you have for this episode. So go get that because we are getting after it in three, two, one. You're now listening to Her Renewed Strength, the podcast, a place where you, my sisters in Christ, are encouraged to walk by faith and equipped to live well, steward well, and set your minds on eternity. I'm your host, Erica Diaz-Castro, your Jesus-loving Puerto Rican life coach. If you're tired of living a life burdened by anxiety, burnout, or overwhelm, if you're ready to do more of what you love, create more space for the things and people that matter most, and better steward the gifts and resources God graced you with, if you want coaching, encouragement, fellowship, and just a friend to help you shift your perspective from the temporal to the eternal, you're in the right place. Grab a coffee, journal, and a pen. Let's invite the Holy Spirit to the party, and let's dig into today's episode. Let's start with our featured review. Today, this is from P31 Entrepreneur, and it says, Biblical Truth for Everyday Life. I love this podcast for its guidance on applying biblical truth to everyday life. Thank you, Erica, for keeping it real and encouraging. You're welcome. So like sometimes I think that the way I say things is not going to land, that it might actually rub people the wrong way because historically that's how things have happened. However, the Lord has done a work. So we're going to give glory to God first and foremost. And just thank you guys for leaving these really encouraging reviews because it is encouraging to know that things are landing in a way that ministers to you and really is positive. So I appreciate y'all. Now let's talk boundaries. Boundaries are a funky thing. And I have been talking about them more recently, especially as we're leading up to the Productivity Beyond the Planner workshop. You know, this is a free workshop. It's going to be live that I'm hosting on February 15th, 1 p.m. Eastern. And honestly, we might not even scratch the surface on boundaries, though it is a big piece of what I'll share inside of that workshop. So make sure you are registered. Uh, But that's why I'm doing these episodes because I really want to give you a good foundation before we even start to cover the topics inside of that workshop. So on the topic of boundaries, in my experience, in my personal trying to set boundaries experience, I started thinking about setting boundaries, right? And it was the hardest thing for me to set boundaries with myself. I could set boundaries with other people, right? I was actually quick to cut people off before I knew the Lord. And I 
would do that and move on with my life and not even think about it. But as I set boundaries with myself, I found that it was really challenging to tell myself, okay, it's time to do something else and then like go do it, right? And the reason for that was because I found myself just being led by fear, right? I would compromise on things that I thought I made my mind up on most often because I was being led by my flesh. And I didn't have accountability in some areas. And those were the very areas I most frequently compromised in when it came to setting boundaries. And the result was disorganization, falling through on my commitments, and honestly, suffering the consequences of not getting things done when I said I would, which was really stressful. It led to sleepless nights. It led to stress management that wasn't healthy, right? Coping with the feelings of anxiety and worry. And it wasn't good. It was a terrible, terrible thing. And why was that? Again, for me, a lot of it was fear. I lacked systems and structure for a period of time, which led me to make fear-based decisions on the fly. It was honestly like in the middle of doing something, I'd be like, I'm not going to be able to finish this. I'm not going to do the next thing. Or I'll push the next thing out to four o'clock instead of two o'clock. You know, I lacked systems and I lacked structure. I was afraid I wouldn't finish the thing I started because I really had no idea when I would be able to get back to that thing again. I was afraid something would interrupt me and I wouldn't be able to get my focus back, you know, just fear-based decisions, which are always a bad idea. And that's a, a paraphrase of a quote from Carla Argus, who I interviewed on the show. You can check out that episode, episode 115. Worried about your physical appearance? How the enemy is using your body image to distract you from your kingdom work. And that was with Carla Argus. It was a really good one. So make sure you check it out. But coming back to this conversation about boundaries, you know, this idea that nothing could get done because there was no time or place for it to actually get done just isn't biblical. It's not aligned with God's word. In fact, it's the opposite of what scripture says. So today we are going to invest some time in studying Ecclesiastes chapter three. And if you have never, ever heard or read Ecclesiastes, I'm going to read it to you. So do not worry because this entire chapter is gold. I mean, honestly, I feel like every time I'm going to highlight a verse, I say that (laughs) because God's word is just gold. It's platinum. But the entire chapter is so good. It's titled A Time for Everything. Brace yourself because even uncomfortable topics are touched upon in this chapter. Okay. And we know that Solomon wrote Ecclesiastes. So it starts with, there is a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heavens. I'm going to pause right there. First and foremost, that verse alone defeats the belief that there is no time for anything. I don't have time for, insert the thing you don't have time for. The Bible says there's a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heavens. So if you think that you need to do everything right now because you don't know if you're going to live tomorrow because you only live once, you are sadly mistaken. You are deceived, sis. And I know that culture will have you think that, right? YOLO. Culture will have you thinking that you 
have to live your best life, the best life that you can live is the life that honors the Lord and follows his lead. So back to the text, verse two, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to uproot, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to tear down and a time to build, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance a time to scatter stones and a time to gather them, a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing, a time to search and a time to give up, a time to keep and a time to throw away, a time to tear and a time to mend, a time to be silent and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time for war and a time for peace. What do workers gain from their toil? I have seen the burden God has laid on the human race. He has made everything beautiful in its time. He has also set eternity in the human heart, yet no one can fathom what God has done from beginning to end. I know that there is nothing better for people than to be happy and to do good while they live, that each of them may eat and drink and find satisfaction in all their toil. This is the gift of God. I know that everything God does will endure forever. Nothing can be added to it and nothing taken from it. God does it so that people will fear him. Whatever It has already been, and what will be has been before. And God will call the past to account. And I saw something else under the sun in the place of judgment. Wickedness was there in the place of justice. Wickedness was there. I said to myself, God will bring into judgment both the righteous and the wicked, for there will be a time for every activity, a time to judge every deed. I also said to myself, as for humans, God tests them so that they may see that they are like the animals. Surely the fate of human beings is like that of the animals. The same fate awaits them both. As one dies, so dies the other. All have the same breath. Humans have no advantage over animals. Everything is meaningless. All go to the same place, all come from dust, and to dust all return. Who knows if the human spirit rises upward and if the spirit of the animal goes down into the earth. So I saw that there is nothing better for a person than to enjoy their work because that is their lot. For who can bring them to see what will happen after them? Woo-wee! That was good. And let me just tell you that I was instantly reminded of the reference to Ecclesiastes 3.19 in, I want to say it was episode 124, probably 123. I will confirm. Okay, quick break. Here is a short message from our sponsor slash podcast producer. Have you been dreaming of launching your own podcast, but you don't know how and where to start? It's too much. It's overwhelming. Trust me. 
I get it. Let George Joy podcast production and management services help you effortlessly launch, syndicate, and grow your podcast. Message George Joy at facebook.com forward slash George Joy. All right, back to the show. You know, I was reading through trying to understand this word guilty, right? I was talking about being, you know, feeling guilty about boundaries. And honestly, I didn't plan this episode that I'm recording right now because I forgot. <laughs> I thought that I had accounted for all of January's episodes and I was inventorying January and I saw that there was a random episode missing. I'm like, there is not that many days between January 27th and February 1st. Like, what's going on? And I realized I missed the very last episode of January in the portal that I keep all my episodes in. And of course, I'm like, okay, well, what what will I do, Lord? Like, what do you want me to to talk about, you know? And it's a Friday episode and I I try to stick to scripture on Fridays. And I had just looked at Ecclesiastes chapter 3 for another episode and I started reading through it. I'm like, this is good. Like, this is the episode, you know? And now I see a new tie to Ecclesiastes, which is this connection that I made in the episode where I'm asking, you know, should we feel guilty about setting boundaries? And that was episode 124. All right. That was like three episodes ago, right? So reading through this, I'm reminded not that I should worry about having time for anything, but that I should be encouraged that there is a time for everything, right? If you have doubts that something will get done, the question you need to ask yourself is, okay, I'm worried that this is not going to happen, right? Like I'm, I'm actually worried that I might not get to this. But that's not the question I should be posing. The question I should be posing is, what time will I give to this, right? Not will I get to this, it's rather what time will I give to this? And naturally, we want to do things immediately, especially in today's culture. It needs to get done yesterday, right? But that's not it. The question is, what time will I commit to this thing? So if you're struggling to quote unquote, fit in Bible study, the better question is, how will you rearrange your day so that it's not something to fit in, but rather an important and precious time to prioritize, to invest time in, right? Spending time in God's word, it's not even a question as to whether or not it will fill you up or contribute goodness to your life. It is life-giving on its own. It doesn't add value. It is life. It is actually nourishment for our spirit. In John chapter 1 verse 1, we see that it says, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. There is no doubt that this time we spend in the word, there's no doubt that it will give us life. It is life on its own. 
it is alive. It is on time. So if you are struggling with setting boundaries around the time you're going to invest in studying God's word, in hearing from the Lord, it is his letter to us. If you want to hear from him, this is what you need to do. You need to get in his word. And I understand that the pressures of your other commitments might make it seem, might make you feel like you need to put those things first, right? Because God is not actually tapping on your shoulder and saying, hey, you didn't actually spend time with me today, though he might, right? Maybe this moment right now is a reminder that you haven't spent time with him today. And so again, I want to encourage you. This, there is no condemnation, right? There is no condemnation, therefore, because you are made new in Christ Jesus. I had shared, I don't even remember when, but I was sharing that I'm working on memorizing Romans chapter eight, verses one through three. And the reason I shared that is because what I share might feel like you're getting called out. But when you are convicted in a moment, it is really simply Holy Spirit speaking to you gently and reminding you, hey, the thing that you've been doing, you can stop that now, you know? And so I bring it back to Romans chapter 8, verses 1 through 3, where it says, Therefore, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, because through Christ Jesus, the law of the Spirit who gives life has set you free from the Spirit, from the law of sin and death. Right? So because through Christ Jesus, the law of the Spirit who gives life has set you free from the law of sin and death. For what the law was powerless to do because it was weakened by the flesh, God did by sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh to be a sin offering. And so he condemned sin in the flesh. He's not condemning you. He's condemning sin. <sighs> Bringing it back bringing it back, bringing it back, bringing it back. There's a time for everything. How do you set boundaries if there's a time for everything? I think you have to first believe. <laughs> you have to actually believe that there is a time for everything. Because if you don't believe that to be true, then you're going to be reacting to the deception that you're believing, you know? So test it. Test the scriptures. If you were to walk this out, Give yourself three days. Give yourself a day. Just give yourself a day. And you will come against opposition. Just know that. If you were to only walk it out for a day, you will come against true opposition, whether it's a day, three days, or a week. The longer you stick with it, the more you will see the fruit of it. But if you were to test it for a day, you will see the opposition. But fight against it. Be in the word. Put on the full armor of God and allow yourself to trust the Lord Trust that there is a time for everything. And when one activity is supposed to stop, you stop and you move on to the next activity. Have some transition time in between. If you're being practical, right? If you've ever worked with me, you know that I talk about transitions. We need to not just be rolling from one thing right into the next. We need a little bit of a break in between. When one activity stops, take a little transition and then you move into the next activity. This will require that you plan in advance. This will require that you actually 
commit, right? You have to show up for the thing, okay? And it will require that you trust the Lord because your flesh will try to get you to believe that there is not going to be another time for this. You're going to be like, I don't know if this is actually going to happen. Last time I tried to do this, I wasn't able to sit down because X and Y and Z came up or I wasn't really good at planning because I was overwhelmed or I was tired. Or I woke up late and my friend called me, whatever. Things come up, right? But it's up to you to choose to follow the spirit. So if God is leading you to do something new, wouldn't you follow him? Don't you trust him enough to follow him? If what you've been doing has not been fruitful, if you're always behind, if you're always overwhelmed, if you're always worried about your schedule, about your to-do list, about getting things done, wouldn't you want to try something different? I want you to first try to trust the Lord. And from there, meditate on this. Come back. Don't just take me reading this as your Bible study time. Go back to the book and open it. If you're driving, when you get home, whether it's tonight or on a lunch break or whenever, today, today, open up your Bible if you have not opened it today. That is where you start. You have to start by actually making a decision and seeing it through. When you do that, you start to not just trust the Lord, you start to trust yourself. You build up that confidence again because you don't think you're just all talk, right? How many of you write something in your planner and it doesn't ever get done? That's why that workshop is called Productivity Beyond the Planner. <laughs> because some of you, it gets written down and that's one part of it, right? But it doesn't actually happen. And so you can do something else now. You can try something new. If you still feel like you need some support, if you want to take this to the next level, if you think that you might benefit from a time management system that puts God first, that reduces overwhelm, that actually works. I want to invite you to Productivity Beyond the Planner. It's happening February 15th, 1 p.m. Eastern in a private Zoom room. You must register to get all the Zoom information. And even if you can't make it, you'll have access to the replay for 48 hours. Just by registering, you get that link. And you get entered to win some really cool prizes. I'm not going to tell you what they are, but they might be a Bible study. They might be other free things, which are fun. Hint, hint. <laughs> and we get to hang for a bit. You might get coached too. I'm doing some free coaching there. And it's all about God. It's all about making time for the things that matter most. And who matters most? Our Lord. So I hope I see you there. And if I don't, I hope I see you on the next one. God bless you, sis. Hey, sister girl, if you love today's episode, the best way you can show love and support is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. This helps other Christian women who want that same support and valuable content actually find the show. Oh, and if you're ready for more and you want to learn about free group Bible study, upcoming events, free courses, and other services, head to HerRenewedStrength.com and subscribe to the weekly newsletter to become an insider. You'll get my weekly top five extra tips and bonuses. I'll see you on the inside.